Chapter Four of Our Little Spanish Cousin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Ingle. Our Little Spanish Cousin by Mary F. Nixon Roulet. Chapter Four At the Alhambra. Mi madre cried Fernando, rushing into the house one day in October. "'Today is the feast day of the headmaster, and we have a holiday. May I have permission to go to the hill to see Antonio?' "'Not by yourself, my son,' replied his mother, and Fernando said hastily, "'Oh, no, no, madre mia. Manuel says that he will take me if you will permit me. And if Juanita's nurse could be spared, we could take the niña, as she has never been there, and that would give her pleasure.' "'Let me see.' his mother paused a moment the day is fine this morning i am busy but after luncheon i will drive thither with the little one and leave you for an hour while i go to the villa of signora sanchez but you must be a good boy and mind manuel yes mother and you will see antonio whom i like best of all the boys at school said fernando and he hastened away to make ready for the great treat a drive with his mother in school hours was a pleasure seldom indulged in, and a visit to the great hill which crowns Granada was treat enough. But to take Juanita, these were things so pleasant that he said to himself, I think my guardian angel must have whispered in my mother's ear to give me all this pleasure. It was about two o'clock as they drove through the narrow streets of the city, up the steep and hilly way which led to the outskirts of the town, you are going to see the nicest boy in Granada, and the most wonderful castle in Spain, Nina," said Fernando to Juanita, and the two children chattered merrily as the carriage went slowly up the hill. Here is a riddle I heard at school, Nina. See if you can guess it. Guarded in a prison strait, ivory jailers round her wait, venomous snake of sanguine hue, mother of all the lies that brew. I do not know, said his little sister wonderingly. She thought all that Fernando said and did was perfection. What is it, Nando? Why, the tongue, of course, he said, pleased to have given a riddle which she could not guess. And his mother said, That is a very good riddle, and I hope you will remember it, for it is the tongue which makes much mischief in this world. Remember that a stone and a word flung do not return. There is Manzo following us, said Juanita, and her mother said, laughingly, Really, Fernando, I don't see why you like that dog so much. He is uglier than Piquillo. Footnote. Piquillo was a man so ugly that his name has passed into a proverb in Spain. He isn't handsome, but you have told me that handsome is as handsome does, said her son, and his mother laughed again. Oh, what is that? cried Juanita, as the carriage made a turn and some splendid great towers came into view. "'That is the Alhambra,' said Fernando. "'It is the most wonderful castle in Spain. Manuel said it was begun in 1238, in the reign of the Moorish king Ibn al-Amar, and it was years and years in building. He says the Moors used to have the castle and the city of Granada, and I read in my history of how the Catholic king Ferdinand came here to conquer it. He fought and fought, but the Moors wouldn't give it up. I think they were a brave people if they were beaten, don't you? Yes, my son, they were very brave, but they did such cruel things to the captives they took, 
that it is not surprising that the Spaniards wanted to conquer them, said his mother. They captured Christian girls and forced them to become their wives, though what they wanted with them I cannot see, for they already had many wives, and I should think one was enough for any man. Where shall we find your friend, Fernando? If you wish, I will leave you with him for an hour and continue with my drive. Oh, thank you, mother. I knew you would let me stay, cried Fernando, and Juanita said, Please leave me too, mother, that I may see Antonio in the great palace. Antonio lives within the palace, mamma, said Fernando. He was born there, and he and his sister Pepita have never been away. He is to go to the English school at Gibraltar, but not until he is bigger. May we ask someone where he is? Certainly. He must be a nice boy to have lived always in such a place, and to have you so devoted to him. There is a guard. Ask him where the apartments of the boy's father are, she said to Manuel, who sat upon the box with the coachman. Further inquiry, however, was not necessary, for as the carriage made its way up the broad drive, shaded with magnificent elm trees, which the Duke of Wellington planted, a boy came bounding toward them. There he is, cried Fernando. Antonio, come here. We have come to see you. The carriage stopped, and Fernando hopped out as lightly as a squirrel giving Antonio a good hug, for Spanish boys are never ashamed of showing that they like their friends. Antonio's cap was off in the trice, and he smiled and bowed as Fernando presented him to his mother and little sister. Antonio was a handsome boy, with eyes as dark and blue as the sapphire of the Spanish skies, and fair hair tossed back from an open brow. All Spaniards are not dark, and in Andalusia, the province in which Granada lies, there are many blondes. "'I will leave Fernando and Juanita with you for a visit,' said the signora graciously. "'Will you bring them here in an hour?' "'Si, signora,' said Antonio. "'But, if you would so honor us, the signora, my mother, has prepared a little luncheon in the garden of Lindaraya at four o'clock, and she would be most happy if you would partake of it with us.' "'Thank you.' Then I shall allow the children to remain with you until that time, and I shall myself prolong my visit with my friends at the villa, she replied. When I return, I shall do myself the pleasure of meeting your mother. So she drove off, and the children tripped happily away, followed closely by Manuel and Dolores, for Spanish little ones of good family are never allowed to go about alone. However, one must relax a little sometimes and the two attendants saw a pleasant hour before them, as they sat idly about while the children played in the wonderful gardens of the palace. Pepita, Antonio's sister, was but a year older than Juanita, and the two little girls were quite happy together, and the boys did not consider themselves too big to play with them. They played hide-and-seek through the marble halls, and tag and chaser about the flower-beds. The little girls played house and made mud-pies, although Dolores objected to this, and told Juanita that she would be as dirty as the Casada de Burguillos if she were not more careful. Footnote. The housewife of Burguillos, who prided herself on her neatness, yet who was seen to spit in her frying-pan to see if it was hot enough. Juanita thought Papita was wonderful, because she had been born in a palace, and her father was custodian of the wonderful place but it was Antonio who claimed her greatest admiration. He was even more marvelous than Fernando, she almost thought, because he was bigger, 
and his eyes had such a kind and merry look, and he always carried her over the rough places in his strong young arms, and lifted her over the walls as they strolled through the gardens. She had never seen gardens as these of the Alhambra. They were full of the most beautiful flowers, and there was the most delicious scent in the air. Antonio told her it was from the wallflowers, which grew here in great profusion, and were twice as large as they were in other places. But besides them, there were great trees of purple heliotrope, the blooms as large around as Juanita's big hat, and geranium trees, taller than a man, with orange trees in bloom, late though it was, and with the ripe fruit upon their branches also. Then the children had a charming luncheon on the grass, for Antonio's mother set forth for them all manner of good things, a dainty salad with some cold meat, thick chocolate in tiny cups, and cakes in the daintiest of shapes. What a merry picnic it was beneath the shade of the great orange tree, which Antonio told them had been there for over a hundred years, and from which the great American, Washington Irving, had picked fruit when he lived at the Alhambra. Then, when the party was over and his mother had not come, Fernando said, Antonio, tell us a story. You know some about the castle, I am sure. And little Juanita begged, Do please tell us one, Antonio. And as nobody could ever resist the Nina's wistful brown eyes, Antonio smilingly began the story of the three sisters. End of chapter 4 Recording by Jill Ingle